Yo, Sir Diggy, how's it going? Yo, what's up, man? Good, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me tonight on the show. Yeah, um, no problem, man. Thank, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You hear me all right? I'm in the car, so I want to make sure that yeah, everybody goes. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't lose service, we'll be fine. We're going anytime. Right, cool. Um, Are no, you I'm in good. Long I'm Island? Good. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. That's uh, where you live, and that's where you're from, right? Yeah, that's the hometown, born and raised for sure. So, I actually, I don't really know anything about Long Island, except all these rappers are from there. Um <laughs> Do you feel like it's like it's really known for that to other people in the world besides people just that are into hip hop? I mean, maybe like, you know, on the East Coast, people are aware of it. I feel like it gets grouped in with kind of like New York as a whole. Obviously, it's part of New York, but I think it kind of gets looped in to the city scene often. But um Long Island definitely has like, you know, a strong history and a strong scene right now. So it definitely uh, holds its own. But as far as like internationally, I'm not sure like if the reach is totally there yet. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's got the history with like, you know, like your Rock Kims, your EPMD. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of legends that came from the island. Yeah, but I just yeah, I just looked it up. I couldn't believe it. I, I knew there was a lot, but I didn't really know there was that many. Yeah, yeah, and, and now you got, you know, Rock Marciano, of course, Hempstead. Um, it, it's really, it, it does have a strong history. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said, I think it kind of gets, you know, grouped in with New York City, which is, you know, great, obviously. It's the, it's the mecca of hip-hop, but um, yeah, man, I, I think, you know, Long Island definitely has its history there. So when you were young, like in uh, first found out about hip hop, is there anyone from Long Island that you heard of first? Ooh, um, you know, I probably heard artists that were from Long Island that I just wasn't aware of. Um, you know, I grew up in a big family. My my parents are both like one of eight siblings, so I have like a lot of cousins on both sides. Um, and I'm kind of right in the middle. So I got like a, you know, a mix of music from, from my cousins. And then of course, you know, going to school and friends, I, I got like just introduced and exposed to so many different types of music early. Yeah. Um, so I, I probably heard like artists that were from Long Island that I wasn't really aware of. Um, as far as like the first artist that I was really like, oh, wow, he or, you know, he or she's from Long Island. It, it could be, you know, Busta, obviously, he's got Long Island history, even even Rock Marciano, because um, he was kind of, you know, one of the first, like, real, like, un once my taste started shifting towards, like, underground stuff, Rock Marciano yeah. was kind of, like, one of the introductory artists for me, and, you know, learning that he was from Long Island was just, like, a huge plus in inspiration, so um, he could be credited, probably. Um, and then, you know, just like doing my history, just finding it like, just like you, even though I'm from there, like I had to do my history because, you know, I'm, I'm born in 1990. That's, you know, the project that's dropping soon. That's where the title comes from. Um, 
you know, I had to do my history because I was, I was young when the golden era, you know, was, was popping. So I had to go back and do all that research and finding out like so many artists and groups were actually from, you know, my hometown was again, just a, a huge in- inspiration and um, kind of driving force that like, Hey, like just cause I'm from Long Island, not the city or something like I can do this too, you know? Yeah. That must've been pretty mind blowing. Yeah, for sure. So you said there's a pretty good scene going on there now. Is there any like uh, weekly open mics or anything that you go to or any local events like that? I've been pretty off the grid since COVID. You know, I, I know everyone's got their, you know, different yeah. thoughts on COVID and the vaccines. I won't, I won't get into that, but I've been, you know, laying pretty low. I've got a, I've got a young daughter. Um, so I've been trying to just keep her safe. So honestly, I've, I've been kind of out of like the live show mix and it's, it's killing me. Like I, I want to get out there. I want to be on the stages and at the shows, but I've been laying low. Um, hopefully that, you know, that changes pretty soon. But um, as far as open mics and kind of like the local scene, I've done some shows at um, Amityville Music Hall. Um, they have like a pretty um, wide range of like artists and shows that actually perform there, even like beyond hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's like that's kind of like the big one that's you know near my hometown. So for you, um, how did you start rapping, and how did the name Sir Diggy come about? Uh, let me see. I'll start. I'll start with the name. Um, Diggy has been my my nickname since I was probably like two years old. That that was given to me by my family. Um, everyone, you know, everyone in my family calls me Diggy or, or Dig. Um, so that, that's just been a staple and part of my life. You know, all my, my hometown friends, my, my grade school friends, they all call me dig or diggy. Um, I just kind of tacked on the sir in the front to make it a little more official, I guess, you know, when I was around 18 or something like that, it just kind of stuck that in front and it's, um, you know, it's, it's been rocking with me ever since. So, yeah. So as far um, as rapping goes, yeah, as far as like rapping goes, that's kind of a longer story um to be honest with you like when i was younger well first of all i can can remember just writing songs um you know when i was really young like seven eight years old but they were mainly kind of like rock songs and like rock inspired lyrics uh i think i mentioned like all my older cousins like a, a few of them were in bands and are actually still in bands like rock bands and um even ska bands if you're familiar with that genre. Um, so I got like a lot of heavy influence from them. And two of my cousins in particular um, played guitar and drums. So I just kind of like, that was one of my first like experiences with live music was seeing their shows at a really young age, like probably like 10 years old. And my cousin Glenn in particular was the drummer. And I just, I wanted to be a drummer. Like that was my thing. Just, you know, rhythm just hit me. Um, so I wanted to be a drummer at first. So I was taking like a couple drum lessons here and there um, and just being a kid, you know, like other things eventually kind of got in the way of that. And I didn't stick with it um, as long as I really wanted to. Actually, my my drum teacher, I think he moved and that was kind of it for me. I was like, I don't want a new drum teacher. I was stubborn. Um, so, you know, I kind of continued just in that vein with rhythm and like writing lyrics and kind of wanting to be in a band, but I can never really get the friend group together to, you know, pick up guitars and form a group. So I kind of 
you know, once I was introduced to like rap and that genre, I realized I could do that by myself. So once I realized that, like I was sold, like I was, okay, I'm going to rap now, you know, um, I can write lyrics, I can record myself and that's it. Like I didn't need anybody else to, you know, come over and rehearse songs and, you know, be on a schedule. It could, it could all be on my own time. So that kind of like, honestly propelled it forward just knowing that i could do it solo so was there anyone you you've ever rapped with like in a group or anything or have you always been solo yeah i've always been solo um no you know i've done like collaborations and stuff mainly for um you know just projects and stuff but um i've never been in like a collective or a group any group or anything i've always been just a solo artist yeah now when did you start recording songs? How did that come about? Um, I probably started recording, like I started writing heavily and seriously, like around probably when I was like 15, 14 or 15. Um, so kind of like the beginning of high school, but I didn't really start recording towards the end of high school. So probably around like 17 or 18. And it was really just like, me and a a group of friends like one or one or two maybe three friends that were kind of into music and we were honestly just messing around like one of my buddies had um i think fruity loops at the time just like you know a free beat making software yeah and i had like a, a dented microphone that we found somewhere it was like in real bad shape and we just kind of hooked it up and I, I kind of always handled the vocals. Like some of my friends messed around with beats and we kind of just put like, honestly, like, you know, joke songs together. We were just getting our, our feet wet. Um, no one else was really like into the vocal side of things. So like, like I said, I was never really like part of a rap group or anything like that. We were really just like messing around. Um, and then I started noticing like people just in high school and a little bit in college were like getting more interested in the fact that I, you know, was recording music and putting music out there. So I just, you know, gradually took it more and more seriously. Um, and it's just grown to the point where, you know, it kind of consumes my thought. Um, definitely a busy guy. I've got a lot going on. Like I said, I have a young daughter. Um, but, you know, when, when I do have the free time, it's, it's all music for me. Right. So what would you say is your first official release? Did you just drop an album out of nowhere or did you, you know, drop um, a bunch of songs here and there? I did. I always kind of, I always kind of lean towards projects, honestly. Like, I guess around that time that we were talking about when I was like 18 and then maybe like 19, 20, I did a couple of, um, you know, singles, like one off, like, like I said, but like, I didn't know anything about really like releases and promotion. It was just, it was all really still like fun at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them were kind of like remixes of just popular songs that I, I kind of liked. And I would just, you know, find the, find the instrumentals on YouTube or something and just rip them to my computer and like record verses over that. But the first like project I did was probably, I did one in like 2015 that was just like a short EP, but it included like, like I said, like remixes and stuff like that. The first all original was um, with my homie Nickel Plated. 
um, in 2017, and that was Gold Frame Portraits. That was a, like a six-track EP. Um, that um, I'm actually working on getting that back up on streaming. I took it down because I wanted to um, kind of remaster it. it. Sounded like a little bit outdated to me. I, I just wanted to get kind of the the quality a little a little boosted. So I'm gonna probably get that back up on streaming soon. So I'd say 2017 was like the first really official project. Yep. And then um, Ancient Gods, which, was that your next album? Yeah, that, that was the first um, album. That was 2019. That was, I think I put that out. Yeah, that's 2019. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the month, maybe November. I'm blanking on the top of my head. But yeah, that was like a 10-track LP. Um worked really hard on that one that that one was special to me i had you know terminology on there um my homie ag decorna he blessed the track rusty jux um crime apple a couple other uh features that i was really proud of and even the producer like the producer list was pretty great on there too um oh yeah, yeah was so that the one, album um, yeah. with Stu bangers on there yeah, I've actually had Stu on all of my albums so far. So he was on that one and also um, the the follow-up designed in Gotham, which like creates the acronym DIG, D-I-G. Um, yeah. So he did, a, I think he did three tracks on DIG. Yeah, Stu, he's, I mean, he's like fire, bro. <laughs> I, I love his beats. I find his beats like super easy to write to. Um he'll send me like a pack and I, I want to take all of them, <laughs> but I always have to limit myself, you know? Yeah. Um, do, you have, do you have any from him? You're just sitting on and kind of, and just waiting to release. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really mentioned this to anyone. So I guess this is kind of exclusive info, but I, I I'm working on a full length um, album with him. So, oh, that'll, nice. you know, I have most of those songs written. Um, I tend to like, sit with what I've written for a while and rewrite and redraft. So I'll probably like go back to that very shortly after um, this project with Neff drops and kind of like work on some of those songs. And then hopefully that'll be the next release. So yeah, I've got like, um, I think it's eight or nine tracks with him in the vault. So that's, that's an exclusive for you, Craig. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I was going to say even before I knew that, like you seem to really um, pick out really good beats because I was I've been listening to a lot of your music, and um, the beat selection is is incredible, you know. And um, I know Skinny Bones, um, he's he's been sending me music for a while, so I actually mentioned to you that I played some of your songs from the album you did with yeah. him. Yeah. And, um, no, Skinny's the Skinny's the homie, man. We, I think, I'm trying to remember how this all went down. I think he hit me on Instagram. Um, and he, he may, maybe found like one of my tracks on YouTube. Um, cause he's from the Netherlands. Right. So like, yeah, you know how the, how the social media algorithms and all that stuff works. I'm not sure exactly if we always connect with everyone over overseas, but he found my stuff through YouTube and we linked and, um, that project came together like super naturally. It was awesome. Um, it was like great to work with him. Um, it was super mutual respect. He he sent me a pack of beats and like they all just kind of blended together so nicely. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I don't have enough good things to say about him. And he was really easy to work with. So that was, that was a cool project. Yeah. He mentioned to me, I told him I was, I was doing this interview with you and he was saying he likes how for your projects, you usually have a theme yeah. for, for the whole project. And so that, yeah, album, I, um, what exactly is the counterculture you were talking about on that album? Is there a way you can describe it? The skinny yeah. Um, so the beats he sent me, so my, my new thing that I haven't always done, to be honest, like I'm really, these couple last projects, like that last EP with him and this one with Neff, I've really been trying to let, um, and hope this doesn't sound too cliche, but trying to let like the beats, you know, dictate or tell me what to say rather than like putting a lot of pressure on myself to like come up with um you know themes and whatever i've been trying to let like the music speak first and that's exactly what i did with the project with skinny bones the beats he sent me kind of took me into some sort of like i don't know vietnam war movie you know it had that like 60s rock slash um you know that kind of like asian string sound to it and yeah. it put me right right in like a just a movie soundtrack from like i don't know like platoon or full metal jacket something like that so i kind of rolled with that and just made you know a bunch of the songs kind of just about you know 60s inspired themes um you know i i kind of talk about the vietnam conflict um one of the tracks is called mystery tour, which is Beatles inspired. Um, if you're familiar with like their albums. Um, yeah. So like the, the content of those lyrics are a lot of like, you know, sixties counterculture, sixties rock, um, but kind of twisting it to talk about, you know, either my life or just like modern, you know, modern day themes that are just like kind of, through the vein of the 60s if that makes sense so yeah it was definitely like a, a concept album but that's what you know counterculture means in this in this instance it's kind of talking about like the 60s time yeah i honestly think that that's probably my favorite album that he sent me like he comes out with another album every month it seems like that he produced but yeah um, he's like super that's, prolific that's lately favorite. it's like really impressive but i appreciate that thank you that means a lot because i know how much he's putting out so for you yeah. to say that that's that means a lot. Thank you. Do you plan on working with him again, or do you guys have plans for it? Yeah, we do, actually. Um, he's been, like, sending me um, beats here and there. I have, like, one or two picked out. Like, we're at the very, very early stages of that. But, yeah, we definitely plan on working together again because um, it was just, like, super easy, uh, the back and forth with him. Um, we were, you know, on the same page the whole time. There was no like pressure or, you know, stress about the business side of things or, um, you know, how the, how we wanted to release everything. We, we made like good compromises because a lot of the behind the scenes stuff is like that. You know, there's people have thoughts on how songs should go down, how they should sound, um, when they should be released. But with Skinny Bones, it was it just came together um, really organically. So we we wanted to you know work together again yeah so how did you link up with neff because he's actually someone i've known for for over 10 years he's a good friend of mine yeah that's crazy i didn't realize that when we were kind of you know talking over dm um 
I was looking, I was, I knew you were going to kind of ask this. So I was kind of, I was trying to find the origins of our, my conversation. Um, I think like, I think like a lot of, um, you know, music connections these days, I think it happened over DM probably on Instagram. Um, but I think I couldn't, so I couldn't find the beginning of our conversation. I don't know what happened to it, but I scrolled all the way up basically that we were kind of already speaking so i'm not sure how it started but i think i found him um or found his beats through just like maybe terminology posts because me and term had already worked once or twice he, he gave me a verse on my first album and then he actually did a beat on the dig album yeah. so i think i think through terms connection i found neff stuff um and then you know we kind of just built from there um he started sending me different packs i I usually like i liked uh, it might be a you know slightly annoying for the producers but i i try to get like a few packs from them and like stitch together the beats so it's like super cohesive i was uh you know happy that you said you like my beat selection because i do take my time with that um so i think he just like sent me a few packs and once i you know found a couple that really mesh well together just started working on it um i think it came together like a little over a year if i'm not mistaken so do you have a favorite song off the project um this project might be it's really tough to say for me because i like i have a special place for for all my projects but i i really like this project and it's hard to pick a song um I think the quest is really dope. I think it's like the energy on that song was something that I'm proud of because I'm typically like more laid back and stuff on my tracks, but this one came across like kind of way more, uh, you know, like up in your face, not like, not like in an aggressive way or anything like that. I just thought the energy really matched the beat. So I'm, I'm really proud of that song. Um, Blueprints. Uh, it's hard to pick man because each song kind of came together really organically i just like i said these last couple of projects i've been doing i'm just trying to let the beats kind of speak to me and just write what comes naturally Um, so blueprints i I kind of talk about you know fatherhood and my daughter a little bit and just laying blueprints for like the next generation that kind of theme um and I, I like to think that like hits home with Neff too, because we're yeah. you know kind of in the in the similar um, circumstance. Our he's got a he's got a daughter too. Um, I think our daughters are only like a year apart or something in age. They're you know they're both babies, so we're kind of like we're kind of at similar life stages. Um, he's probably around yeah, the I same mean, age as you too. Yeah, that, that's what I was just gonna get into. Like that's actually why the the project is called. <laughs> 1990 we we share the same birth year so yeah he's a 90 baby too um i think we were talking about this in the studio when he was mixing everything down um we're only like three weeks apart he's november and i'm december so it's pretty cool just like all the um kind of like life similarities that we share that we we were kind of like figuring out the other week when we were you know finishing the project up so did a lot of this come together at time is money studio um most of it honestly came together like separate um 
it, you know, it's, it's been over like a little over a year, I think in the making, he sent me the beats and then I kind of took my time writing them. Um, you know, I, I dropped the skinny bones project first, like within that time frame, and then kind of turned focus over to the Neff project. Um, I recorded everything independently. And then once that was finished, went over to time is money and we kind of spent like a day um, just mixing and mastering over there. Um, so not, you know, aside from like the final touches and getting everything, you know, ready to release, um, we kind of did things separately. So how many songs are on the project and is there any guest appearances? Um, it's a, it's five tracks. Technically the, the first track is an intro. Um, so maybe four songs, if you want to consider it like that. Um, no features. It's only my vocals with his production. Um, that's something else I've been doing more lately, just kind of keeping it um, solo. Yeah. Just, just thinking like I want to kind of establish myself and not distract with features um, too much. I, I think like after this project, I'll probably like go back to, you know, grabbing some features here and there. Um, after this one just, or, the, or after the stew bangers one do you think you'll have any on no there? yeah after this uh, i'm hoping to get some features probably for the stew project because that'll be a full album um but for these eps i just kind of wanted to keep it me um yeah but i'll probably go back to like linking with some artists uh for the next album for sure yeah so um let's see do you have a top five favorite albums of all time oh man or maybe Ugh. just um, like some albums that you know you've bought more than any others by far or listened to the most? Um, that's, I mean, this is like the hardest question for any artist, I think. I have to, like, I think it's almost like a mandatory shout out being a Long Island rapper at this point, but Marsburg um, from Rock Marciano, obviously, that's like, it's probably been said a hundred times at this point, but that, that's like the underground Bible. Um, honestly, that and like for Long Island, is, yeah, for Long Island, and honestly, like this new this new wave of whatever you know people are calling it. I know like there's different names for it, but this kind of like resurgence of New York, um, yeah, you know, yeah, New York boom bap that vein. Well, I was um, gonna ask actually if there was like um like a a classic album that you feel is like the the best album ever out of uh long island like if there's one that stands out like maybe um paid in full or something is there anything in your opinion like that yeah i th i th i mean i everything that rock him and eric b did i really like follow the leader i think like by that time they were like super polished um i like follow the leader i'm also like a big De La fan because I, I do kind of like tend to lean towards the more like mellow laid back yeah. stuff so I love like obviously three feet high um stakes is high the the album they did in 96 I think is one of my favorites from Long Island for sure that I, I might have to go with that stakes is high it's tough because I mean Long Island has so many classics like um 
EPMD. So many of their albums are are perfect. Uh, yeah. Public Enemy. I saw they're from there. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even mention them. Yeah, see, like the list goes on. I'm telling you, like Long I Island. Mean, really, you could have like a top fifty album <laughs> for Long Island. Really. Yeah. Underrated. I'm saying that now. <laughs> Is there any other um, Long Island artist your age that you know of or that are making any noise? Um, yeah, me and Neff were kind of talking about this. Um, it's weird, like, being born in 1990, it's kind of like this weird zone for artists that create, you know, the music that we're creating, like, whether it's, you know, new boom bap or, uh, I think Neff was saying that, Static calls it, um, traditional hip hop or connoisseur rap, like, there's all these new names for it, um, but our age group was kind of like we grew up in a weird time because, you know, we were we were like kindergarten kids when, you know, Biggie was dropping. And then yeah. by the time we were 10, like Eminem was coming out. Right. And then high school was like the bling error. And, you know, towards the end of high school, like the blog error. So we've seen like all of these different movements. And then obviously like. 2014 or maybe even a little little bit earlier like the trap wave came from atlanta and that's really just like held steady so like for anyone that kind of stuck to this traditional sound and was born around the time we were it's just it's been like a strange come up because for a while like no one was really you know messing with this sound so i honestly don't know like too many artists around my age especially from long island um that were kind of into this. Um, so I guess the answer is no. Like, I don't really know many others, um, you know, that kind of stuck with the sound. I know there's, there's artists out there. There's, there's gotta be There's none that I've, I've really linked with. Um, but that's also because, like I said, I've been laying low for the past, whatever, 18 months with this COVID thing. So yeah, I'm sure with like this, this resurgence, I mean, it's this last year or two has been crazy, especially with, you know, Griselda and just everybody kind of coming up under their wing. Um, I'm sure like the trend is coming back. Like, I hope it's not a trend. I, I do hope it's here, like, you know, to stay. But mm, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like Griselda a lot because, um, you know, their their beat selection is unbelievable. You know, like the new West Side oh, Guns West Side. Is, is crazy. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane. I well, know he like... Westside kind of he calls himself like a curator, right? But like he's he's dead on. Like that's that's what he's doing. Um, it, it, it they're like art pieces. So yeah, yeah, their 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 beat selection is crazy. Like, plus the thing I'm I like really, about sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like I'm I really like mess with Conway's stuff. I think his beat selection is always super crazy. Um, yeah. obviously Westside, but. Conway always sticks out to me. Um, his projects are just like next level, personally. Well, my, I actually like um, Benny's rapping the best out of the three. But yeah, um, I mean, you could you could sit here all day and like make an argument for all three of them, right? Like it's just they're, yeah, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. They're, they're a strong unit for sure. <laughs> but I think and now they and now they're signing people too. You know, you got Rome Streets just signed, um, right? It's just, they're expanding. It's going to be crazy. Their next couple of years, I think. 
yeah, I think the good thing about them too is they actually give props and in, in recognition of the pioneers, and that's a huge difference from the newer uh, mainstream artists today. You know, that are just I don't know. I don't even consider a lot of it rap music or hip hop. You know, it's just it's something else. But they call it rap music. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gris. I think Griselda's like bridging a lot of things. You know, um, they're just like connecting artists, producers different um sub genres they're you know different errors like like you said like all the legends like are respecting them and obviously they're influencing like younger artists it's it's really crazy what they're doing and you can't say you really can't say enough good things about them either right um, i think i think like rome streets is actually probably one of my favorite artists right now like his his output's been crazy um, yeah and he just doesn't miss, you know, everything he puts out, like to me, like is just fire. So I'm excited mm. to see like how they kind of like propel his career. I think he's going to, you know, blow up, honestly. I think so too. So is, is there any other artists that you really are into these days? Do you listen to a lot of newer hip hop? As far as like, you know, like, this like new boom bap scene or like, or just kind of like the beach. Like, yeah, just any new releases. Like, is there any albums that you really like that came out in 2021? Um, I I really like the new Mugs and Crime Apple joint. That was crazy. Um, I think that actually might be, like, one of my favorite Crime Apple albums that he's done. And that's to say something, because his output's been, you know, crazy, too. I thought that was, like, you know, a step up though, again, for him and Muggs, like it, it's just, that one really stuck with me this year. Yeah. Muggs is, I don't know, man. There's like, there's like so, that's the other thing. There's just so many new albums coming out like all the time. It's like hard to keep up sometimes, but yeah, it really is. I mean, um, like I said, Rome streets has had a couple awesome drops this year too. His albums have been great. Um, yeah. Um, would, is there anything that stands out for you as like the highlight of your rap career so far? The highlight of my rap career? Like, would um, be like performing at a certain venue or, you know, working with a certain person. So I, I guess uh, as far as performances, my first show actually will probably always stick with me. Um, that was in 2015. It was in like... A little bit. It was like this mid-sized club in New Jersey, and I opened for um, Capadonna with a couple of other artists mm. were on the bill. So that was crazy um, to have like my first show. Oh yeah. Open for you know. Did I finish that story? Did we disconnect? Because I was just trying. You disconnected like, after the Capadonna show. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So the Capadonna show definitely a highlight, um, and then. Um, some of the, you know just like working with some of the you know producers and artists that I've worked with up to this point have kind of all been highlights for me because I really only reach out to you know people that I already respect um, you know working with terminology was like crazy because uh, I had I had been following him before I was really taking music you know, more serious. So 
to to get to have him on my first album laying like a crazy verse that was awesome um that'll always stick with me um working with ag um Decor, that was also a highlight for me um that verse came together um it was actually the song was actually for my first ep but i ended up putting the track on the first album too um and that you know i and had been listening to his music and um, all of the outdoorsmen. If you remember that group, him with like Action and Mayhem mm-hmm. um, and J Love, like I was listening to all their kind of like mixtapes and their individual stuff back when I was like 17. So working with him was crazy. Um, and then just like the producers, like uh, Stu, obviously, he's a monster. Like now that I'm doing an album with him, like that's going to be a highlight. It's not even out yet. Like I just, whether it's received well or not, like it almost doesn't even matter to me. Obviously I want people to enjoy it, but it's already a highlight in my mind because just having a full project with him is just going to be dope. Do you have a release date yeah. like that you're shooting for? No, nothing, nothing set in stone. I have a lot of the songs written. I think I mentioned that earlier, but um you know, I it would be great to get it out early next year, um, but I want to make sure everything's done right, and you know, I'm not going to rush it. So sometime next year. That's I know that's 12 months of time to talk about, but that's the goal. Um, just make yeah. sure it's buttoned up, and you know, we get some videos shot or something like that. I'm going to make sure I do it right. Now you've worked with a lot of artists. A lot of great producers, a lot of a lot of good MCs. Is there anyone you're dying to work with? Um, I mean, Rock Marciano, like that's that's, that's top, the top tier of the list. for me. Yeah, just you know, like I said, being in this, you know, this genre of music, this you know, lane of traditional hip hop or whatever we call it, um, and being from Long Island, like that's that's the goat, man. So working with rock would just you know i could just i could lay <laughs> lay the pen and notepad down after that but i wouldn't but you know what i mean um working with him would be crazy um as far as producers i mean this i'm sure a lot of people say this but how can you not like primo like that's that's the dude right there if i ever got to that level where you know i could could consider or be considered rather to, to work with DJ premier. That would be crazy for me. Um, yeah, but there's so many artists and producers, even just like, you know, working with like skinny bones recently, you know, someone from a different country, like just kind of opened my mind even more just to like expanding overseas and just like seeing what's out there more as far as like collaborations and stuff. So I'm just excited. I'm excited to like work on new things. I think, my like productivity has been way up lately. Um, and I think that's just a result of just letting kind of the beats speak to me and not putting like so much myself to make the perfect song or, you know, not that I'm ever trying to make like a hit for the radio, but I put a lot of pressure on like each lyric, each bar. So, you know, taking some of that pressure off is just, I've seen the output come up a little bit, which is good. Yeah. Um, I really so like I, that yeah, approach I'm, that you have. Yeah, uh, I just letting it that. come so, to you. Yeah, yeah, 
So I'm just, you know, I'm looking to work, I'm looking to work with people, you know, as many as I can now. Um, so after, you know, after this Stu Bangas project, you know, the, uh, the door is open. I'm, I'm ready to, you know, collaborate and just keep making music, man. So being from the New York area, uh, well, New York City yeah. area, is there anyone you'd love to, or sorry, is there anywhere you'd love to perform? Like any certain venue you're dying to get on stage at? Um, I mean, Sony Hall is crazy. Like that's, I mean, that's a big venue. And I know there's, for me, like in my point in my career, uh, there's there's steps before that until I get there. I, you know, I know that I'm a realist, but Sony Hall is pretty crazy. Um, I saw Griselda perform there, I think like, you know, before all this COVID stuff happened and they, they had that place packed. Like that venue definitely oversold tickets. Like it was mm-hmm. crazy how many bodies were in there. Um, so that show was, I think Sony Hall would be like a pretty good, you know, goal for the future that and like Highline, um, and then maybe like a little bit smaller venues like SOBs is obviously like a historic uh, spot for like hip hop shows. So that would be cool. Um, yeah. I mean, the list goes on. There's, there's too many venues in New York, you know? How far is it um, for you to, to really get into the city, like into Manhattan or Brooklyn? Um, it's, it's about an hour. I'm, at, I'm out in Suffolk. Um, you know the home of like Rakim and all of them um so it's it's about an hour maybe a little more by train it all depends on traffic and traffic is really never good out on the island so yeah um yeah not too uh, bad though I, I i get i get in there you know whenever i need to it's not a problem yeah i didn't know this i was looking at um i was looking at long island on google earth cuz i just know nothing about it and uh, the Hamptons are actually at the ends and um, Montauk. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's like even way past, you know, where I grew up, the Hamptons and all that. Yeah. Long, I think Long Island, like end to end, if you're driving is like about three hours. So, oh, wow. you know, we, we earn the name for sure. It reminds me of Cape Cod. How it's like, I don't, I've never driven on it obviously, but like the layout of it, how it's like, you have to go in kind of, and then it's just a long, you know, place. Yeah. 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 Especially um, when you're out there, like heading towards Montauk, it's, it's pretty much like a, a single lane highway and you're going, you know, 35 miles per hour. So it just takes forever. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want to let the listeners know about the 1990 album that's coming out? Uh, let's see. It's dropping next Friday. Uh, the 29th, so 1029. Um, it'll be available everywhere, all streaming, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, m- me and Neff, man, we're we're both like super excited. Like I said, f- a few times now, I'm probably overkilling it, but it, you know, it, it really did come together organically, and uh, I'm super proud of this project. I, I think it's gonna, you know, at this point in my career, go down as one of, if not my favorites, just because of how great i think it sounds um from the bars to the beats like everything just fits together um so i'm just excited for people to hear it and you know get the feedback and keep it moving for the next project really now is there a single off that project or 
you're just releasing the thing, releasing it all at once. Yeah, we're we're just we're just dropping it all at once. Um, that's been kind of the the move for these EPs. Um, I I'm myself like as a fan of hip hop. I I like albums and listening to them front to back. Um, being that this is an EP and a little bit shorter. I don't necessarily see the benefit of a single. Like I, I just want people to kind of consume the body of work at once. Um, but for something like, you know, an LP full length, uh, I'll definitely try to drop like a single or two um, beforehand. That'll probably happen with the, the stew project for sure. Yeah. And since it's called volume one, does that mean you guys playing on a volume two? That's, that's my hope. You know, nothing's um, nothing set in stone yet. We, you know, we, we talked about it briefly. Um, I think it'll happen. I, you know, I don't see any reason for it not to happen. Um, but yeah, just, you know, keeping it real, like nothing, nothing's on the, the table yet. But the, that's the goal. I think maybe the, the title was wishful thinking. I think volume two could happen um, pretty easily just based on like, you know, how we work together and collaborated on this one. So Here's um, to the future, right? Yeah. So before we wrap it up with the final question, um, do you want to let people know where they can find you online and give any shout outs you might have? Uh, for sure. Um, um, at Sir Diggy, S-I-R-D-I-G-G-Y. Um, basically on all platforms except Twitter, where I'm Sir Diggy 17, no spaces. Um, and, you know, you can find me on IG, Facebook, Twitter, um, youtube and then all the streaming platforms so spotify apple title all that good stuff and then there's a couple videos on youtube too and same thing you can just search um sir diggy and everything should pop up all right so i like to end the show on a positive note and so um basically like if there's anyone out there that's having a really rough time in their life like they feel like they've just gotten to the lowest point they thought ever possible and their life just completely sucks what advice would you give them to maybe taking a few steps in the right direction and having some more positivity in their life? Is there anything you can think of? Yeah, um, for sure. Um, whenever I'm stressed personally, whether it's music, family, being a, a dad, a father, um, you know, anything really, any sort of like stress that's just weighing on me, I like to I have this kind of like motto, I say zoom out. And that kind of means to me, taking a step back and almost visualizing yourself like zoomed out from your circumstances, from your life, like looking down, like from the top or something and kind of just realizing that you're part of, you know, a whole network of people that have similar problems. You're not alone. I think that's the big thing, right? Like, you're not alone in whatever problem you have. It might seem like that at the time, but there's a there's a high chance that someone else has gone through something similar, if not the same thing you are. So, you know, there's always an opportunity to, you know, reach out for help and um, find someone that's gone through a similar thing and a good way to find that person or that that step towards, you know, healing is to zoom out. So that, that's kind of what I always say in my head when, Whenever anything's too crazy, I just I zoom out from it. So it's like being the observer, right? It's like yeah, a third, being like a third yeah. third party to your own problem. 
Yeah, that's really good advice. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks again yeah, for joining yeah. me on the podcast tonight. I really appreciate it. I really like your music that I've heard so far, and um, I, I can't wait to hear hear those other projects. Um, that Stu Bangers album, it's going to be crazy, I'm sure. So keep me posted on everything, please. For sure, man. I, and I appreciate you for having me on. Um, yeah, can't say enough. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Talk soon. Take care. The, 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 the Craig Crozier Podcast. Podcast.